0: My first story is how I met my husband, Mike. It's one of my favorite stories, and it wasn't at a particularly great time in my life. There was a whole lot going on in my work, and so I was thinking about a second career. So I signed up for a class at University of California, Irvine to be a private detective. And when I went there, the first thing they told us is that you know, private detectives in the future And pretty much everyone is going to need a personal computer. And back then, really, nobody had one. And so they said, uh, go get one. So I got a credit card. I went out and bought myself a computer. And what do they give you with that computer? Is an AOL disk, America Online. And that was the beginning of my relationship with Mike and many other people all over the world. But I stuck that disc in and we started chatting with all kinds of folks. And one day I go into this Christian adult room, chat room, and there's this poor gay guy in the room and everybody's just attacking him and um, telling him, why are you even here? This is, you know, and he was sincerely just trying to talk to people about God and nobody would listen to him. Just horrible, except for this one voice in the room that was just like, hey, you know, don't you think he has a hard enough time? Let's um, let's try to reach out and help him. And everybody was just horrible except for this person and myself. And uh, so I was like, who is this person? I couldn't tell what is if it was a girl or a boy. I didn't know. But we just kept running into each other in this room and talking and eventually talking longer and longer and into the night. And, and then I found out it was a guy. And, you know, over the, over the weeks and months, we talked on the phone. And I really liked his voice. He had such a kind voice. And um, so we made plans to meet up. And mind you, at this time I was working at a church as a children's pastor, and um, it wasn't really something that people did was do online dating. Nobody even knew anything about it. It was the first of its kind back in the nineties, in the early nineties. So um, I said, "Okay, let's meet. I'll meet you." So we set up a time to meet. I flew to Minneapolis. And Mike flew to Minneapolis, and at the time, Mike worked for the circus, so he traveled around and did all the marketing for the circus when they came to town, and so, you know, he was free. So, but everybody at my work, they were like, "Do not do this. This he's going to be a murderer. He's going to kill you." But one of my friends that was on staff came up to me. He was like, "You know what, Kathy? You're old." just go meet him. What if you die? He, you know, it's no big deal. You you need to get married, you know? So it was George Wynan, my friend George, who just went to be with the Lord. So he was so funny. He was just like, just do it. So I get a plane ticket. I go to Minneapolis. Mike meets me there. We have a really fun time. We go over to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where Isabel lives now. And that's where he went to college, and he showed me around the town, and uh, we, we spent a fun couple days together. He was kind of a dork, and he, he would admit that to you. But um, I was also very shallow, and so at the end of the our time together, I knew he was a nice guy, and he really was, but he just wore this really horrible yellow drawstring jacket that was like powder yellow. And I was just like, I'd like you, but I could never marry anybody who wears a yellow drawstring jacket. And he goes, seriously, you're going to be that shallow. And I'm saying, yes, I am. So we went back to our prospective places. I think he was at doing a circus in West Virginia at the time. So I went back to the church and everybody was like, how was he? I'm like, he's a nice guy, but I just don't think it's going to work out. So he was kind of relentless and he, you know, we kept chatting and he's like, let's just give it one more try. Let's meet some somewhere else. So uh, the second time we met, we met in Las Vegas because it was cheap for us to both fly into that place. So we meet in Las Vegas and Mike just doesn't show up for a long time. You know, it was just like, where is he? And I knew his plane was getting in. Well, when I finally see him, he was running to the plane in whatever city he was coming from, and he tripped over one of those cement um, car things in the car parking garage, and just with two suitcases in his hands, he didn't have anything to break his fall, so he just did a face plant in the parking garage. So he was bloodied from head to toe, face, elbows, knees. He got to his plane and the poor um, airline person was like, what, can I help you? Do you need a doctor? But they bandaged him up. He flew to Las Vegas, gets off the plane. And that's the first time I see him. So we spent a couple days together. And during that time, he was bandaged uh, and he'd sore. And, you know, and we had made reservations to go see the Cirque du Soleil. So we took a cab there. And while we're in the cab, we get out, and we go into the venue, and Mike realizes he left his glasses in the cab. So we go in, and you know, for those of you who have been to Cirque du Soleil, it's a pretty dark place, and he's only got his sunglasses. So the entire show, he's saying, what's happening? But he's whispering really loud. He's like, what's going on now? I can't see. And, um, after that was over, I was like, okay, this is just not working out because he, I had to take care of him. And, you know, he lost his glasses. It was just like, just a many events that culminated into us saying goodbye in the airport and me saying, again, you're a wonderful guy, but I just don't think that we're going to be together. So have a nice life. I like you a lot. And, um, so we went to our back to our prospective places. And time went on, time went on. And, you know, he just never gave up. That was the thing about Mike. He just never gave up. And so the one day I went out to the movies with my girlfriends. There was about five of us. And we went to see the dumbest movie. It was called The Making of an American Quilt. And it was about this girl that just always wanted the super hot guy, the guy that she could never get. Or if she did, he would just break her heart. But there was one boy in town that just loved her completely and loved her always. And during that movie, I just started weeping in the theater. I'm just crying, crying. We get out of the theater, we go to have coffee and we're talking about the dorky movie and I'm just sobbing. And everybody's like, Kathy, why are you crying? And I'm like, because I know I'm supposed to marry Mike God told me I need to marry Mike and everybody's like of course you need to marry Mike he's the nicest guy that you've ever met he's wonderful you need to marry him so it was at that point that our lives changed we got engaged we got married and there's more stories after that but that's how we met